You are about to listen to Defending Black Girlhood Podcast, and I'm your host, Lelada G. I'm a black mother. Look, I don't care what Mookie May May Lakeisha oh, Mama does. I'm not Mookie May May Lakeisha's uh, Mama. Tripping. A preacher. Give me the key of D. And Mary had a little baby, and his name was Jesus. A life coach. Look, girl, if Chump don't want no help, Chump don't get no help. Oh, and a singer. And I, and I, and I, no, I ain't a singer. Most of all, I'm an advocate for black girls everywhere they are. And I'm telling you right now, I am unapologetic as hell about my fierce advocacy for black girls to be safe in their homes, schools, and communities. Join us for courageous conversations about topics that most impact our girls and be inspired to do your part in defending black girls in your part of the world. Some information may contain graphic, violent, or explicit language. Listener's discretion is advised. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode. We're talking about self-love. Now, unfortunately, the original studio quality for this episode was lost, but because we thought it was such a great conversation, we were able to use the Facebook Live version to edit it down for this episode, which means that the audio quality is not going to be the best, but we hope that you can listen in closely and take some really great nuggets about this conversation about self-love. And you have to love that shit out of yourself, you know, to um, love yourself enough to separate yourself from the things that really aren't you. You have to be able to love yourself. If no one else in this world would love you, you still have to be able to love yourself. Right. To know that even if no one else ever loved me again, Right. I'm still choosing myself. Sometimes your best lessons come out of your fuck ups. For real. Yes. Ooh. So fuck up and get up. You know, I didn't at a point think I was ever going to get better. I didn't think I'd ever feel better. I didn't think I'd ever not be depressed. I didn't think I'd ever love myself. I didn't think any of that. And now I've been going on a deep healing journey I appreciate the places where I've been broken so much more and the places where I've overcome so much more. Hello and welcome to another episode of Defending Black Girlhood. And we are so glad to have you with us listening in. In the studio, I got it full of folks. Starting off with my co-host, Alexandra. Hey, Alexandra. Hey, how's it going? Hey, pretty good. How are you doing? Good. Feels great to be back. Yes, yes. It's good to have you back in the studio. And we have Tiana Smith, our podcast assistant. Hey, Tiana. Hey. How you doing, girl? I'm good. All right, now. And then we have Tamara Brown. Brown, Tamara, how you doing? I'm doing great. Good, good. It is wonderful to have you guys come in today. In particular, it's a great topic. And I love that we're going to have kind of a multi-generational approach to it. We have the college something. We've got the 20-something. 
We got the something something and the something something something. Would you like to clarify for a little bit? That's all they need to know today. Okay. So our topic today is love the shit out of yourself. Uh, yeah. Love it out of yourself. And so it really has two meanings. Really, it's looking at, you know, as you're growing up and the life experiences that you have, a lot of shit happens sometimes. And you have to love that shit out of yourself, you know, to um, love yourself enough to separate yourself from the things that really aren't you. And the other flip side of it is that, like, you need to love yourself more than anybody else. You need to love yourself fiercely. So love the shit out of yourself. So both of them things. So um, we're going to dive into this topic. But before we get in there, I wanted to do a little bit of a warm-up. And so the question on the on the uh, warm-up pot on the stove is, what is one word you use to describe your childhood? See? You know, I'm going to stick with Funky. I love that. Because <laughs> it really yeah. was fun. Uh-huh. We had such, I have such good memories of my childhood. Mm-hmm. But shit did happen. Yeah. And it got funky. Yeah. 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 Okay. It did. All right. Mm-hmm. Alexander? Well, marvelous, of course. Of course, baby. <laughs> That's nothing right, wrong baby. in my world. No, it was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, the word vibrant keeps coming to mind. Oh. Um, I think everything that was, pre- you know, most of the things that were presented to me were, like you said, too, just like fun, mm-hmm. um, versatile. Like I went to school with a lot of different types of people and had a lot of different experiences and got to travel and stuff like that. So I think it made it really vibrant and fun and just exciting. Mm-hmm. But there were some dark times, too, but they weren't. I don't know. It's hard to describe it. It was more tied to myself and things that weren't really based off truth. Okay. So that's why I don't use that word to describe okay. my childhood. All right. Tiana? Um, I'd probably say mine was free-spirited. When I think about my childhood, I remember just myself. I was just fully myself and like I really enjoyed my time and you know, I just felt like I was really free. Like mm-hmm. I could fully be myself. I like that. Do you feel like as you've gotten older, that's changed? Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. I feel like as I got older, I kind of toned down a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I think because of my experiences and everything that happened. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's interesting. I think there's sometimes when we're a child and we don't know better mm-hmm. to believe that with a shit. <laughs> you know, you're supposed to go about yourself. Yeah. Like, you don't know better. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then stuff happens mm-hmm. and then you think eh, not so much right not so much it humbles you. it humbles you but but you have to dig through it in order to really get to the truth again it's like this process mm-hmm. you know um you know defending black girlhood is the foundation of what we're building on and so i like to talk about our girlhoods a little bit so what is something that you accomplished as a black girl that you are still proud of today <laughs> So something anywhere between zero and 18 that you accomplished that you're still proud of today. Who was ready to go? I, you know, I, I don't know if accomplished or something that I did that um, felt really good was when I toured Europe. I was talking about that earlier today. I had two weeks that oh. I was able to tour through, through Europe. And yeah. it was 
something that I still cherish to this day. Yeah. It's yeah. such a beautiful experience to mm-hmm. be able to literally get out of my <laughs> comfort area yeah. and experience the world in other places. Absolutely. No, that's mm-hmm. good. That's good. Mm-hmm. How about you, Tia? Um, I'm going to go back to my childhood again. Um, I remember in like fifth grade, Acting in my first play. Ah. I, that's when I fell in love with acting. That's probably something that just really sticks out to me because, like, I just remember, like, we were reading around the script. And mm-hmm. um, I think I had auditioned for, like, the stepsister. Okay. And my teacher was like, actually, you should be the stepmother. And I was oh. like, wow. Okay. okay. So <laughs> it was just really cool because I felt like that's when I really, like, fell in love with acting. Nice. nice. I love it. Alexandra? I would say when I took my first admission trip, which mm. I graduated from high school, mm-hmm. because that was a time where there was a lot of confusion, and I felt like I didn't have a lot of clarity. Yeah. And I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do with my life, but something in me was open enough to explore that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I still, it's just crazy even thinking back that I actually did that. Yeah. Just at 17. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Living up into a whole other country for almost half a year. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, I'm trying to think of myself. Oh, gosh. I can't think of any one particular thing right now, but one thing that I really enjoyed as a kid was photography mm-hmm. and drawing. I love the arts. And so I used to draw for hours. I used to love photography and I think in the midst of that, one thing that I really enjoyed was learning how to develop pictures. I had my own dark room, and that was the coolest thing. Oh, yeah, I loved it. Because it's one thing like to take a photograph, but then to take it and then you see it come to life on a piece of paper. And I love the way the chemicals smell and all that kind of stuff. That might sound a little funny right now. Yeah, you love a little too much. Yeah, I love that sniff of those chemicals. You know, come out the dark room. No, not yet. I'm good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> a little longer, please. <laughs> you know, but I think it's it's cool to look back on that ourselves mm-hmm. because then we can help to see some of those monumental things in the lives of other girls that we know and love, mm-hmm. and help them see that and hold on to those those stars. Yeah, because they're gonna need them later. Oh yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, when you're feeling down and low, you're gonna need to remember those times when you felt like you really you know, succeeded in some kind of way on top of the world. Right. Right. Okay, so, you know that one book, Five Love Languages? I've heard of it. I haven't read it. Okay, let's see if we go with five things. Touch. Gifts. Gifts. Yes. Affirmation. Words of affirmation. Mm. Acts of service. Acts of service. Something 50. But anyway, so the love language. Mm-hmm. I was thinking today, like, what is your self-love language? Mm-hmm. Like, when did you feel like in the zone that I am the shit and I'm treating myself like it right now? Like, yeah. when do you feel that thing? So who's ready? You thinking about it? I'll, I'll go. And so y'all come up with your answer. For me, it's traveling. You know, I love to travel and I love to solo travel. I love traveling with people too. She's one of my favorite travel buddies. Girl, don't make my headset fall off. Okay, go. Say, come on. Let's go. It's lit off. That headset remembers. Okay? So, um, 
I love to travel and I feel like it's it's self-care when I'm by myself, but also when I'm with people too. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I become the better better version of myself yeah. when I'm someplace that's not here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just someplace that ain't here. Right. But you glow when you you do get that. Like glow. your whole body agrees <laughs> with that. <laughs> <laughs> I so stupid. I was, I don't know why I was shocked to see it, but when I yeah. saw it, I'm like, like, who is that? Yeah. Like, it looked like Laleda, but... I know. Oh, my gosh. I took a video my last day of my 40... was I think it was my last day of my 40 days in the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. And then I got back, and I took a picture of myself, like, a day or two later. Mm-hmm. I looked 10 years older. Mm-hmm. I swear I did. I was depressed. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It really was a glow. It wasn't just the sun. Yeah. yeah. You could tell. Yeah. It was just you were in your element. That's probably my self love language. Yes. Yeah. How about you, Alexandra? I would agree with travel. Ooh. I think a lot of times when I'm traveling, I treat myself. So I feel like when I treat myself and doing stuff I don't do on a regular basis, yeah, you just feel good about yourself. Like I deserve this, and not having any guilt attached to that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And also something that came to mind is saying no. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Shamelessly. Uh, yes. Because <laughs> then I can do the things that make me feel like the best version of myself. Okay. Like just knowing those times where it's okay to say no. That's a gift right there. Yes, like it is. You need to. You got to really that's be intentional. You, you right. know, like you were just saying, you want to take those and hold on to them. For yeah. Later. To have that right now. Yes. At your age. Yes. That is an awesome gift. To Hold on to that. I'm yeah. telling you. Because sometimes that's not even discovered until later. Right. Yeah. For, for me, I don't feel like right. I got that as young as you are. Yeah. Right. That's awesome. I was just actually that. talking to an older sister and um, saying no is hard for her. Mm-hmm. An overcommitment is, is wearing her out. Yeah. And I said, just for the next two weeks, just say no <laughs> to whatever anybody wants to do. Just say no. And then if you change your mind later, you can go back and do it. Sure. Right. But so otherwise, it's strange. Yeah. You come into work? Yeah. Nah. 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 You, <laughs> no. That's sure. That's a bonus. Right. right. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> See, what's your self-love language? Oh, Lord. I still don't. I don't know from what you know. You kind of put out there. I I don't know. I know what yours is. You do? Okay, yes. let me see if I can figure right, it out. I thought of one for you too. Really? Yeah. I know what, at least one of yours is taking a bath. Oh my god! Come yes. on now. That's a religion for you. <laughs> Did you see me grab the chair? Yes. <laughs> yes. Come on now. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, close the door. Wow. Yeah. Don't knock. <laughs> Don't come. Mom, the house is on fire. Let it burn. It's fine. I'm in the bath. So the ground. <laughs> I'm in the There's water. I'm, I'm in the, the, the bath. I'll be okay. <laughs> You're good. Yes, come on. No. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, my God. What would you think for her? Yeah. Well, what I was going to say for you that I also didn't say for myself is working out. Oh yeah, yeah. It's so intentional. You're busy, so you have to really take the time to work yeah. out. And that's a, a love language. Yeah, taking care of yourself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it, yeah, I think for me with that, it's more of just relieving, like built up tension. Is kind of how I 
That's part of that's what's all about. Because if you don't let it out, that's hating yourself. I do love it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. The beautiful thing. So don't mind. It's the beautiful thing. Yeah, she got a little bass in her voice. I do love it, you know. All these little things right here. Pow pow. Tiana, how about you? Um, I'd probably say just when I listen to music. Okay. Songs that are really like. Well, mostly when I'm alone. Okay. Because then it's just right. like, you know, I can act Nobody. crazy, whatever, seeing, yeah. you know, nobody's judging me, yeah. you know, like, all that stuff. So, yeah, usually when I listen to music, I just feel like free, like, especially when the words, like, really speak to me. It's really, yeah. Like, it's really nice. So what's some good songs on your playlist that really take you there? Um, right now, I'm really into Anthony Brown's album, so okay. like the Blessings on Blessings song. Oh, okay. Yeah, I oh. like that one. Oh, yeah. And always, and um, also, He Always Wins. Oh, okay. Yeah, so nice. Two, I'm really into those. Come on, nice. <laughs> so I love it, you know. Um, you know, for y'all listening, think about for yourself what is your self love language, mm-hmm. and it may be more than one, you know. But when do you feel the most in love with yourself? Like you are taking the best care of yourself, and the thing that you do is bringing out like the best version of yourself, you know. So, um, listen, what we're gonna do right now is I'm gonna ask some questions in between, but. We all have a stack of questions, and we're going to play round robin, okay? We're going to ask, say, it's, well, it's not a question, it's a, some of them are quotes, but it's all in some kind of way about self-love, and then read yours, and then tell how that speaks true to you, all right? Um, okay, who wants to start off? I'll start off, because I shouldn't have read mine <laughs> oh, already, but okay. I did. <laughs> Self-love is more than basking in your light. Oh, self-love is identifying where you're fucking up, <laughs> being accountable for it, and correcting it. My yeah. God. Read that It down. is Yes, true. and amen. Like, for real. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because I think when, when you have self-love, let me speak for myself. When I have self-love for myself, it was a place where I felt like if I messed up, that was not okay. Mm-hmm. And then I would implode on myself about yes. that. And it was never like anybody else was doing anything mm-hmm. to me. And I would do it to myself. Yeah. So then I had to find a way out of being mad at myself mm-hmm. over messing up. Right. You know, and it's like, look, it's okay. Right. Correct it. If you can. Right. Otherwise, it's behind you and keep it moving. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that because sometimes your best lessons come out of your fuck ups. For real. Yes. So fuck up and get up. (laughs) (laughs) Might as well just embrace it because it's going to happen. Right. Okay, Tiana. Um, Mine is loving yourself is the greatest revolution. Mm. I think that's really powerful because I also don't think like. I think it's hard to start like your own revolution if you don't really like know who you are, okay. you're not secure uh-huh. who you are. All right now. So, yes. So. Come on, baby girl. <laughs> so true. Okay. Okay. Mine is love yourself. Be clear on how you want to be treated. Know your worth always. And this is by Miriam Hassana. Yeah, I think it's so True, because I think sometimes when we're not feeling particularly lovable, mm-hmm. that's when we seek out mm-hmm. other relationships. Yeah. But then when you're not feeling good about yourself, 
you're not bringing that to that relationship. And so when that person doesn't treat you well, then you it becomes a cyclical thing. You got low worth. They don't treat you like you're nothing. You know, and you just kind of go around and around. And so I think to really have a good love relationship, you have to love yourself first. Yes. For sure. Yeah. I was just talking about that earlier today, which I thought was kind of funny. It came up again, but I remember I, I was sharing with a, a, a young lady. She was saying she's single and she wasn't dating anybody at the time mm-hmm. or right now. But she was thinking about someone she used to date. Okay. And how she had just thought of them and thought, let me just check in, say hi, make right. sure they're doing okay or whatever, but not really interested in rekindling anything. And it was a confirmation that when it was ended, that that was the best thing that she should have done and wow. could have did for herself mm-hmm. after connecting okay. again just to say hi. Well, I thought it was pretty funny. I said, you know, I dated, I felt like that was where I was strong. I okay. could date a guy for, you know, a year, especially as a, like a teenager. I was, yeah. I was one of those, I don't need a lot of guys. I date one guy. Yeah. Kind of get to know him. And it would seem like he was a good match for 85%, maybe even 90%. And okay. he did one thing that was across the line. <laughs> and then he was cut off. And, and I was goodbye. sure and goodbye and didn't look back. My God. And, and, and I look at like those relationships that yeah. I had in the past. And that was, it was funny. Cause I think a lot of times as a woman, you feel like, well, maybe uh, was that too harsh? Mm-hmm. I never thought that. Wow. I was like, no, that was the line. Mm-hmm. I'm good. You're out. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Wow. You got to be careful, though, on those. I'm not dating anybody. I'm going to call her one of my exes, though. Yeah. Because those right. are sometimes called booty calls. Well, that, yeah. <laughs> and I, who knows what it ended up being. It yeah. didn't sound like it went that way. But just yeah. from the conversation, it was more on the level of, they had just come up, and there was okay. more things that came out of the conversation yeah. that confirmed that you know she actually could pray for some things that he was going through, okay, and kind of be there. But it was like done, just okay. you know, okay. one of those. All right, then you know, I'm just saying, okay. yeah, right? So it can well, turn it can, can. It can. Protect for sure, your booty. right? For sure. <laughs> Hashtag protect your booty. But yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> No. Ching ching, lock it up. Let's <laughs> <laughs> so, do what you got. Note to self: Your worth is not defined by who cannot love you. Oh, I love oh, that. Yes, um, yes. I think for one, there are some people in this world who were never meant to love you. Oh, so you spend so much time trying to get them to love you, trying to prove that they're supposed to love you or mm. that you're supposed to be with them. Wow. They were never even met or even capable of loving you. Come on now. Jaja um. <laughs> was getting with it. <laughs> yes, and amen. Come on. Yes. And I think with that too, you have to be able to love yourself. If no one else in this world would love you, you still have to be able to love yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. To know that even if no one else ever loved me again, right. I'm still choosing myself. I know that's right. Mm-hmm. I know that's right. See what you got. What's your next one? Self-care checklist. Oh, it's a lot. I probably dang. should go through that. I know. I'm not talking oh, about that. Yeah, not that one. I'm sorry. No, that one's supposed to be the one. We're going to do that one. Right, we'll leave that. Okay. <laughs> Melissa Wells at I Am Male Wells. <laughs> to have the body you love, you must start by loving the body you have. Mm-hmm. What you say? How you going to love? How you not going to love the body you have? From the get, but <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Okay, 
This y'all, this is just how it come on, spill it. How you gonna how you not gonna love I get what this is saying. Right. But you can't start loving something you don't even have yet. Right. 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 It's like here I am right now. I love myself enough right now where I am mm-hmm. to fight for a healthier me. Yeah. But if you're looking at sort of a shape or something that you may never ever get to, yeah. I don't think that's you know realistic. So you saying I'm never gonna have an ass that you can set like a Thanksgiving dinner on? No, oh probably not. <laughs> okay, please don't. No, I want something else. But love, <laughs> love that booty you got right now. Cool. Yeah, because I did not get the black one. So just in case, if it happened, if it happened, yeah. but I think it's a lot of time wasted. Yeah, on going into something that is not even there. Right. Why waste the energy going there? If you're looking to be healthy, that's one thing. Yeah. But if you're trying to imagine you <laughs> got your vision board and you try to put on all these other people, it's right. not you. Right. right. Even if you got, okay, so there's pictures that, because I took photography class in high school and there's pictures that were taken to me and I love my body then. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. Stomach was like flat, flat. It was right. awesome. And then it's like, I'm not gonna get that flat flat again. Right. I'm okay with that though. I can't even spell flat no more. Flat flat. <laughs> but I love that I work on being healthy. Yeah. And I'm enjoying my body and what I'm working with now. Okay. But I can't put that picture up on my vision board and expect that I'm gonna get back to that. Oh, like that's, that's right. something I'm gonna look to love later. Right. No. Right. No. Yeah. I think yeah. just the first part, yes. To have the body you love, just love that, okay. and then work on the rest. Right, I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, without knowing yourself first, you will continue to lose yourself in relationships with people who have yet to meet themselves. Mm-hmm. What you know about that? I like that. Hmm. I think this is true because I feel like a lot of people. They lose themselves in relationships mm-hmm. because yeah. they're trying so hard to present a different part of themselves to someone mm-hmm. else. Like they're kind of putting up, you know, oh, because you know how when you first meet someone, you don't really yeah. fully give like the, your full self to them. Right. You kind of put up a facade and like, because mm-hmm. you're afraid if the person sees something else that they don't like, you know, that they're going to leave you or something. Right. So I think that's true because you might like give too much of trying to be a certain way to that person mm-hmm. that you lose yourself in that act. Right. And also when that person doesn't know themselves either, it's mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, so you're giving me this, you know, so I have the power kind of. Right. So, yeah. And we need to hold on to our power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Mine is nothing stronger than a broken woman who has rebuilt herself. Good. I know that's right. (laughs) I love this because, you know, having been a broken woman, you know, I didn't at a point think I was ever going to get better. I didn't think I'd ever feel better. I didn't think I'd ever not be depressed. I didn't think I'd ever love myself. I didn't think any of that. And now... I've gone on a deep healing journey. I appreciate the places where I've been broken so much more and the places where I've overcome so much more. And I love myself for that. Mm-hmm. You know, I love myself 
for surviving. You know, sometimes I even look at myself as a little girl and in my mind's eye, I just pick my own self up mm-hmm. and I hug my own self and talk to that girl inside of me mm-hmm. and let her know she's safe now. Yeah, I, so I love that. You know, and just <laughs> knowing you the years that I have to, Yolanda, is one of those things where you have, um, because you did that, even in the midst of you doing that, to have the um, courage mm. to share that, mm-hmm. pull so many people along yeah. that healing process as well. Thank you. And so, you know, just saying that so other people understand, even though you're going through that, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that you're worth it. What you have to give is still not just as important right on the journey right to be able to share that where you are even at that time is it's just groundbreaking for someone else wow to be able to come through i appreciate that girl thank you thank you so welcome my friend me and you would never part my tea I um, actually got something. Um, I'm gonna go. <laughs> okay, I'll it was bound to happen. You already had to do it. We right? had to do it. So, um, what's yours? Mine is you are doing better than you think. You're doing better than you think. You're doing better than you think. Say it You're now. doing better than you yeah. think. You are doing better than you think. Wow. You're doing better than you think times 10. Oh. I think uh, I got that on the seventh time, girl. <laughs> right. For real. It hit my spirit yeah. real good on yeah. the seventh time. Right. Here's to you doing better than, than you, you think. think. Oh, my Cheers. <laughs> yeah, I got a water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, Hydrate. <laughs> she has a water bottle, <laughs> David and Tracy. <laughs> 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 She might grab another cup later, but you know. Um, I love that because I think perspective is so key in life. And I think as humans, we're just so naturally hard on ourselves. Yeah. We're always thinking of what we could be doing better. Like, that's just like our human nature. It's always better, more, this, that, that you missed where you were. Yeah. And how far you have come. You are doing better than you think. Yeah. You might miss, you might not be looking at it in the right way mm-hmm. and i think sometimes we miss like years ago we was praying to be where we are right now oh yeah there you go and you can't see that unless you change your perspective mm-hmm. i think we always have access to that perspective mm-hmm. absolutely do you think it is more difficult for black girls and black women to love themselves yes yeah, yeah. I, I do think that it is um it's just, it's not, I think globally, it's not enough of an example mm-hmm. of, you know, black women loving themselves. Yeah. Um, are loved and accepted mm-hmm. by who they are. Right. And, and just being who they are. Right. Um, I think, you know, my mother definitely loved herself. Mm-hmm. And she worked hard to present herself to, you know, doing well. Yeah. Um, and fought for us to love ourselves. Mm-hmm. She um, had me, oh gosh, I want to say I was probably like 10-ish. 
Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember her asking me if I loved myself. Mm. And I told her, yeah. Because why would I say no? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And she goes, well, hug yourself. Mm. And I couldn't. Wow. And I just never forgot that. Wow. And she goes, no, hug yourself. And I just broke down and cried. And it was like, and she's like, no, it's okay. Hug yourself. And I could not do it. Wow. I still kind of get teary eyed thinking about it now, but I remember her trying to help me wrap my arms around myself and like hug myself. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, that was, that was something that stood out. And that was around the time that, you know, a lot of hurt was, yeah. Starting to get to me. Mm-hmm. When the fun start going funky. Yeah. Um, and so I my self work mm-hmm. was dropped. But wow. she she and my father, I think they always tried to have us know that we were loved. Mm-hmm. But the examples outside of those circles was not shown as much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean that's the other question I was gonna say. Um, is do you feel like growing up watching your mom do you feel like your mother loved herself because I think that's what we look at mm-hmm. as girls you know how our mother treats herself feels about herself you know Tina, do you feel like you saw an example of your mom loving herself growing up um I I would say yes I definitely do the way she carried herself mm-hmm. and you know she would talk to us about uh just how we should be treated mm-hmm. through like friendships and relationships. Yeah. I would say yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we had a lot of conversations specifically okay. about self love, yeah. but from what I've seen, like I was taught to, you know, have values mm-hmm. and to have standards and stuff like that. So yeah. I would say, yeah. Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Detail. <laughs> like growing up, do you feel like? I love myself from your point of view. Yeah. I think similarly to what you said, Tiana, that you exuded power mm-hmm. um, and kind of commanded commanded respect from people that you were interacting with and just the way that you would go about um, just interacting in the world and with people mm-hmm. and spaces that you were in yeah. and seeing you uh, in so many different spaces mm-hmm. in your work, nonprofit work in preaching yeah, uh, just in the community as a leader mm-hmm. but I think there also was, were some things that I saw you go through mm-hmm. that weren't always the best of times right? but I think you still showed just how to carry yourself and how to push through and you were mm-hmm. an example of not letting that just keep you stuck yeah all right, baby, thank you. Yeah, you know, just listening to the comments and thinking a little bit deeper about it, too. Yeah. I feel like as black women, we are strong. Right. And we can show strength. Yes. Like, we can carry the world on our back. Right. But I feel like on the on the inner part, mm-hmm. that is too much for us. Yes. And we don't always want to do that. Right. We want to just... Simply be loved. Right. right. And I think there's a piece of that um, that, you know, I, I I feel like we we don't have enough of that. Yeah. Where yeah. we have the space mm-hmm. to just not feel like we have to 
solve the problem, be supportive, pat the back. Right. You know, mm-hmm. get the tissue, get the water. Right. Make the bed, get the grits ready. Right. You rub know, the feet. yeah, rub the feet. Oh my God. Yeah, I made right. No, you almost forgot where you were. I was. (laughs) My God! And so to have that space to just say, I don't want to do any of that. Mm -hmm. And do you still love me? Do I still love myself? Yeah. If I just don't, if I just say no and I don't, yeah. Am I still worthy of love uh, for myself or from you? If I just don't. If I just don't. I love it. Yes. Because I think so often we think that pushing through is an example of strength. But I think just being still and crying and taking the day off mm-hmm. and doing whatever you need to do is really strength. Right. Because that takes a little bit more mm-hmm. to just do that and not do what you feel like you're expected to do, what you have to do. And so often, yeah. specifically black women, we have to push through or we feel like we have to. Right. Because I would say the same thing about my mom. Like, my mom was a no-nonsense, she didn't take nobody's shit, you know, at all. No shit. At all. You know. um, But she also, at the same time, so I feel like I got that from her. You know, that strength, that boldness Mm -hmm. to say what you're thinking, you know. Um, But I don't think she loved herself, you know, and I think I saw that mostly through just, I don't think she ever expected the best out of a love relationship for herself. Mm-hmm. You know, she was married twice. They both were losers, mm-hmm. you know, and um, in many ways, and they weren't her equal mm-hmm. in terms of her intellectual ability, the things she wanted to do and accomplish. It's like she married beneath herself. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying the first husband might have had something to give, but you know, second husband was part of her. Uh, we'll talk about that more later. But, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of she deserved better than that. Yeah. You know, because her first relationship was very um, physically abusive. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think my mother could have easily been a statistic. You know, um, but I just think she didn't love herself. And, and I don't think she ever healed. You know, and I think as when we think about self-love, it's creating that space to honestly look at ourselves, you know, and see what is like one of your first things, what is fucked up about us. Mm -hmm. Sometimes of our own doing, mostly not. Just experiences that we've had and giving ourselves the time and the space to heal from those things, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, But I'll take the boldness. But it doesn't replace love. No, it doesn't. Because mm-hmm. my mother was off the chain. I yeah. love my mother's personality. Yeah. I mean, she commanded a room. Yeah. She was just always loved and seeked out by people to do things, like head things. Mm-hmm. She could draw the crowd. Mm-hmm. And, and she had that personality. I felt like my mother mm-hmm. did love herself Her. um, a lot. I really did. <laughs> okay. she, she she acted like she loved she herself. She loved a lot. herself. She did. I think she, but she did hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think she wanted more love from her mom. Yeah. She wanted my mom too. She wanted more love from her dad, mm-hmm. um, who I think really helped her love herself more because he 
cute story if we have time, but he, she wanted something from him. Uh, or she wanted something, and her mother told her no. Mm-hmm. And so she asked her dad, and he said, well, and he lived in Michigan, and she lived down in Southern Illinois. And he, she wrote him a letter, I want this. Can you get it? And he said, well, if your mother told you no, I'm going to say no, too. Mm-hmm. And she wrote him a letter back, well, you're not my daddy anyway. Wow. Whoa. And so he left. Must I don't know what sounded like. He got that letter, read it, <laughs> hopped in his car and drove all the way down <laughs> to Southern uh, Illinois. Took her out of school my God. and said, as long as you have that forehead, you mine. Wow. As long as you have that nose, you're mine. Wow. And it was the proudest day of her life. Wow. And so he gave her this wow. level of self-worth yeah. that made her feel love. Wow. And it gave her this space to go, I, I you know, I... I I am somebody, but it felt like I she, am. I am somebody. Somebody. <laughs> I mean, and because she wasn't always getting that, yeah, from support from her mother, and I think that was a big turning point for her. For her to share that story and not forget it, I know it made a difference for her. Right. And so it's one of those things where you do love yourself and you you, you gain this respect for yourself, mm-hmm. but then when you're still not getting it from those closest to you that you expect. Yeah, you know, then it still can be hard to yeah. press through continuing loving yourself. Right. But you right. gotta do it. You gotta do it. Yeah. You know, I can remember having a situation where um I just said, I'm gonna give myself a break. You've been through it. Mm-hmm. And you've been abused and pushed aside and abandoned by all these folks. You can't do that to yourself. You deserve to be better than you. Yeah. And it was a shifting for me because I hated myself, mm-hmm. you know, as a kid, probably into young adulthood. You know, I hated myself. Not only did I not love myself, I hated myself. And I just had to say, wait, you deserve a break today, you know, and and that was helpful. It didn't happen overnight, sure. you know, but that was helpful. Um, let's let's go uh, one more quick round. Who's turn one second? Mm-hmm. You. I'll take yeah. it. Right. <laughs> the way you speak to yourself matters. Period. Ah, period. Period. <laughs> what do you think about that? I think that's truth. I think mm-hmm. it's, it's for real. Yeah. Um, because in our head, in my head, I was telling myself a whole lot of stuff mm-hmm. that it mattered, mm-hmm. but it wasn't positive then. You know, during those hard times, yeah, I felt like um, yeah, I had a um, got into college and had a, a situation totally out of my control. I felt mm-hmm. I, I I didn't I didn't uh, encourage it, right? But it happened, right? Um, and from that incident, I started thinking, well, do I have a sign on my hand? Mm-hmm. Do I want this? Am I asking for this? What am I doing? How am I dressing? What am I saying that is causing this to right. constantly happen, even on that level of college? I'm like, I ain't a kid no more. Right. 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 You know, I'm and grown. I'm grown now. Right. <laughs> and I just felt like um I, I started speaking to myself, and it did matter. Yeah, um, but it, it caused more questions to come up, um, and so 
you know, get into that point where I realized I had to change yeah. the way I was speaking to myself. Yeah. Because it, it showed me how I how I view my own self. Right. You know, I think you made me think about something that I think is really key. So I want everybody to be listening to this. I think, you know, you asked yourself that question because, you know, many times if you were abused as a child, you know, many will go into negative relationships and kind of keep creating situations that mm-hmm. underscore that you ain't shit. Right. Because that's what you think anyway. Right. So you really just start creating these situations for yourself to confirm it. To confirm it. But now here's the other thing. You know, for me, I feel like I have the gift of of discernment, right? I can read people and I can feel pain. You know, I'm an intuit. I can feel pain when I walk in the room, you know, and I think, but my inclination, because I'm a healer, is to touch you. Are you okay? To check in with you. There's some people out there that have the same gift of discernment. And, and and intuition mm-hmm. and they use it for bad mm-hmm. that's why it keeps happening it's not that there's mm-hmm. something wrong with us per se mm-hmm. but it's that these people that are out there that can feel your pain sure. they want to exploit mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. and so you know what I'm saying oh, yeah. so it shifts the perspective that it's not us it's all them fucked up motherfuckers out there oh, yeah. that is looking for somebody else to fuck yeah. you know it's and deep though it's it deep really when is. you think about it so it's, it's not true mm-hmm. but I mean that's more incentive to heal yes so you won't attract those people but i think it's important for us to realize it's not that we are damaged good although we've been hurt and broken Mm -hmm. that we attract the stuff to us either sometimes it's those people who have that inclination and they can see it but they use it for for bad yeah okay tiana (laughs) losing weight does not cure negative body that was my point. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, I think that's true because yeah. I feel like there's a lot going on inside. Yeah, like you're telling yourself you're not beautiful. You're telling yourself you need to just lose like five more pounds, but right. then you lose five pounds and you're like, oh, maybe I should lose some more. Right. I think there's a lot that goes on on the inside, and you may do the stuff physically to make yourself feel better, but if you haven't done the stuff on the inside. It's not going to go away. You're going to still feel the same way. Yeah. That's true. If not worse, because you thought that when you got into the side, Mm -hmm. eight, six, four, that you were going to feel some kind of way, and it's still you. (laughs) (laughs) It's still you. (laughs) Just a different day. Right. I think that's true in a lot of different layers, too, though, because that could be with weight loss journey and relationships yeah. if you carry that yeah. discontentment or that loneliness or whatever that thing is yeah it's the next thing right yeah. you're still gonna be the same thing right 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 um Alexander, i'll let you go and then i'll do the last one by first loving myself i teach others how to love me second um i love oh. that i think we've kind of talked about that a little bit tonight but just you have to love yourself first, right? And you have to to know how to love yourself too to be able to teach somebody. How can you teach somebody something you don't know? Right. Or well, believe. Right. Or believe. Right. Yeah, that's why it's those different layers. You have to actually love yourself and believe it. Right. But also know what goes into you loving yourself. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Um, 
I'm going to end with this one, and this is a great conversation. I think we need a part two, and I think there's some other levels to bring into it. So we'll, we'll come again with this and, and um, take some other levels to the conversation. I'll end with my last point or quote or whatever it is. Um, I'll grow your own bullshits. Yes. <laughs> right? If I could snap real good, I would snap two times up in the air. Outgrow your own bullshit. I love it. And I think that's a really good place to leave, to, to leave this conversation today. And I think um, to mothers, I want to encourage you to outgrow your bullshit, to deal with your bullshit, to smell your bullshit, to heal your bullshit. You know, that's your job as a mom to be the best version of yourself for your child. Because the one thing that our kids get from us is that we're not who we were. So they get a more enlightened version of ourselves. That is if we are enlightened. Right. You got to get there. Right. You got to outgrow your bullshit in order to get there. And then if you're not a mother, you're just a woman kind of thinking about yourself or what have you, you know, outgrow it. You know, don't, don't lie to yourself. You got enough people out there who will lie to you, but don't lie to yourself. And don't be afraid to see your shit, smell your shit, clean your shit. You know, you can tolerate your own shit a little, a lot better okay. than other people can. Yes, that's just facts. Yes. Right. <laughs> right, you get nose fatigue. Right, you get nose fatigue, and you don't smell it no more. Right, you know. So, um, yes. I think it's it's okay to see your stuff yeah. and love yourself anyway, yeah. and love yourself out of it, and that was helps y'all grow it. Yeah. So, well, thank you all for listening in. We hope that you got some things out of this and that you can ponder on some of the quotes and things that we shared here today. We're going to continue this conversation some more and just bring home that we need to love ourselves. And we as women, when we love ourselves, we model it for our girls. And that's part of defending them is letting them know that they are lovable, right? All right, talk to y'all later. That was a good conversation. And look, we mean this thing. We are not playing. We are committed to defending black girls. And look, we want you to get involved. Please visit lalata.org to explore the work that we are doing to defend black girls to be safe wherever they are. And look, while you're there, Please sign up for our mailing list so that you will not miss one single fearless conversation.